0: Episode number two.
1: Episode number two, where we will talk about our motivation Motivation. for this professional dream chasing of ours. So, Sean, without further ado.
0: Well, let's start way back, 1994. I was born, uh, and growing up, my older brother, Chris, uh, he would never let me get the ball. I would chase him outside for hours, uh, and he would tell my dad, he needs to work for it. And I'd run over to my dad, I'd take my shot of my inhaler, I had asthma him the time. You had an inhaler? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, it's okay. It's crazy to believe. And then I would go after him and chase him again. Never touching the ball for hours. Just needed a
1: quick sip. Just, just, a, just Michael's a quick special little, stuff. yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and um, looking back, I think that maybe instilled uh, this work ethic in me that I always liked being around players that were better than me. Mm. And being on a team that was full of players that everybody was better. Mm-hmm. But that means that I can improve and get better. Yeah, you like to be challenged. Exactly. And uh, I know for myself that if I'm around players that are not better than myself, I, might, I will stoop down to their level. Okay. Very quickly. Um, but on the other other side of that, if they're better than I, I will raise the level. You'll of play whatever. up to whatever level exactly. you're at. Exactly. And I'll adjust very quickly. Um, and then, yeah, that went right into uh, right into college, freshman year. Now I was 17 years old, freshman year. Uh, You're playing with 21, 22-year-olds. Yeah. Um, Some big dudes, too, in that class. Yeah, we had some big players on that team. And uh, I would say my preseason wasn't the greatest. First game wasn't starting. Uh, Someone got injured, got lucky. You started off
1: as a center mid, too, didn't you?
0: Yes, and they quickly put me at at a right back. Uh, Yeah, okay. And uh, the first game of the season didn't start. And someone got hurt. Darren got hurt.
1: Like Franklin Marshall? Yeah. yeah. okay.
0: And was fortunate enough to get the opportunity, did okay. Mm-hmm. The next day we play Messiah, you know, national champions,
1: whatever. That was awesome.
0: Have a great game and then it just shot off from there and yeah, then it, it you know, four two years go by, we go junior year, we go to the national championship, we lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't playing, I was always off the bench, played almost every game, but never, never a starter. Uh, senior year, inconsistent. Mm-hmm. But, uh, in the beginning, I'd in say. In the beginning, yeah. but then when playoffs came around, I started playing well again. Yeah,
1: down down that like that road to the Final Four, I'd say. Well, I mean, along with our d- defense, but you were definitely one of the most consistent. The Final whole Four.
0: the whole team was was on top.
1: We were. I mean, we were on top, but like you guys were mm-hmm. holding us down.
0: Yeah, and then um, yeah, yeah, just losing in the Final Four was it sucked. Twice in a row. Twice, and then. Especially the second year because I was more involved, it felt like. Mm. And it's our senior year, so yeah. it's over. theoretically it's over yeah. for 99.9% of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually after that game, I knew that it wasn't over. Yeah, Because there was no way that, at that point, I've already decided that I was going to pursue. So uh, when,
1: when did you decide that? That's something so that you they, knew for a while, like growing yeah, up, or you. There's kind of went there's back a and
0: few forth. answers to that. Yeah, I had experiences like Nike the chance before freshman year, mm-hmm. which was like a pro experience for a few days that kind of gave me a taste of it. And then uh, sophomore year, there was our NCAA game against Oberlin. I came off the bench and uh, in the second half, and I played really well. And I realized that I probably had the ability to play. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't put these. Uh, I didn't play consistently enough. Mm-hmm. But if I could do that consistently, I could make it happen. Yeah. So that's when I decided for sure that I was going to Europe to play. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to stay in the country. I wanted to go with Germany specifically um, and play there. Um, and then, yeah, one thing led to another, and then I kind of grew as an individual. It wasn't just about playing, but now it was less about me, more about showing other people that you can you can go to a small D three school in Oneonta, which no one knows about and you can make it here. You can make it wherever and then I, I continue to hopefully rise the ladder and mm-hmm. and be an example for people to show them that you don't have to have a special background. You don't have to be recruited out of high school. You don't so it was important for you
1: to be like you know, not to sound cocky or whatever, but to be the symbol that can show like Yeah, I wanna be an exa- I way. wanna be
0: an example for people because mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of luck involved with this, but it just through hard work and dedication, yeah. you could make anything happen. Yeah, 100%. and if you're consistent with it and you provide consistent performances, mm. you can make it happen. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you go D three, D two, D one, TrueCo, It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people get caught up on that. Uh, oh, you went to a D three school, and they immediately look look the other just way. Just in the U S, though, like really yeah, just in the U S. Correct, correct. Yeah. In the U.S. I mean, here college doesn't even mean anything. No. They don't know the difference between Akron and Oneata. No, there's not no at difference all. at all. There's no difference. Um, yeah. So that was my motivation, and then I realized uh, that you have a small window athletically to even do this. Yeah. Let's just say from twenty to thirty, because we want to graduate first. Twenty-one to thirty, mm. you have nine years in your entire life that you can. You have the the opportunity yeah, to good do point. this. Yeah.
1: So, was there ever a time in college or even before that where you thought about, you know, football might not be for me, it's, you know, I'm going to go a different way? or Yeah, so uh, I, I mastered or studied education, hmm.
0: and the last six months of college I was actually a full-time teacher in Binghamton. It was more than a student teacher, it was a bit of a weird situation, but I was working full-time as a teacher. And I realized I really like teaching, it's a lot of fun, it's something new every day, Um, it's not mundane at all, but at the same time, I thought, what's the difference between starting a career and teaching at 21 or I start when I'm 30. And for me, it's just nine years. There's There's not a big difference. difference, except now I've spent the past nine years when we get to that point traveling around the world playing this game and have so much more experience
1: did you feel like there may be like regrets
0: and that's a part of it is that if i didn't take the opportunity to do this or at least try this mm. then i would have always thought what if mm. what if i what if i jumped and what if i did it
1: so in some other universe right now there's mr Wimberg. he's got a tie on yeah. he's teaching math. Yeah, he's got a Honda Civic. He's got a Honda Civic. You think a Honda Civic? No, I see you with more American car. Yeah. Maybe Ford a Chevy. Truck. Yeah, nah, Ford no truck. truck. No shot, no shot. And where, where, where do you think you'd be teaching? I don't know. You think you there, there was many
0: job opportunities. That was another thing is that mm. I had all... So in Binghamton, there was many job opportunities upstate stay in Binghamton or mm. just many schools upstate. I knew on Long Island that there were opportunities for math teachers, especially a male mm. math teacher, so the opportunities were there, and I knew that they were there.
1: But what about, like, as a kid? Like, I know you didn't want to grow up to be, like, a math teacher.
0: Yeah, I mean, Did it, you to want to grow, grow up to be a... a professional
1: soccer player. Okay, so even as a young kid... Yeah, I mean, I, like...
0: I don't know exactly what year, but it's probably kindergarten where you fill out the little form Oh yeah, so where you mean. want to be. Yeah, absolutely. I said I want to be a soccer player. Yeah. My younger brother wants to be a lion. <laughs> I mean, you know, dreams are dreams. Hey, <laughs>
1: dreams, this... Hey, if you... I, think, I, got, <laughs> I got nothing for that, Yeah.
0: But yeah so yeah so
1: he wants yeah, to be a lion wait
0: you're older Nick, or younger shout boy? out Nick no Nick he wants to be Ooh, a lion he's got it then he wants to be a, a, we'll have to have him on he wants to be a fireman then he wants to be a garbage man <laughs> so,
1: so he progressed. honestly I think he took a step and now he's a
0: mechanical engineer so he took
1: a step to the side doing lion to firefighter and then firefighter down to garbage man he kind of took a big leap yeah, yeah. big leap down so yeah
0: yeah, line fireman. It's pretty much the same thing, but mm. garbage so, man, fireman, much different.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, that's your motivation for doing it. But, what's your motivation now for staying in it? Because you are twenty five. Yeah. You've been doing this for four years. Exactly. You've had you know ups and downs. For sure. For sure. Trials and tribulations and. Yeah. What makes you, keep going? And do you see like there's a cutoff for you, or do you think you'll know when that day comes?
0: I think I'll know when I'm done, but Mm -hmm. right now, I'm so hungry and I have such a desire Mm -hmm. to go back to the beginning when my brother wouldn't let me get the ball. I just want to get better. So every day I want to get better, and I've noticed from when I graduated college to now, I have become a better player.
1: And you making this leap up into the fourth tier here, do you feel like already you can see that?
0: And now now I'm even hungrier because now going from the fifth tier to the fourth tier, Mm -hmm. there's a significant jump.
1: Uh, oh, and professionalism, and, and professionalism,
0: and in the quality of players you're playing mm-hmm, against, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know there's more fans of the game, the atmosphere better. Yeah, the whole country's looking at these leagues because they' for these you, yeah? leagues. Not yet. It'll be hilarious when they do that. Oh yeah, well, I'll man, make sure they I, do. I, I, Maybe I after this quarantine. Um. Yeah, so that all of this is just making me hungrier. Yeah, that's what it's it's coming down to, and. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will know when I'm finished, but at the moment, there's no end in sight. Yeah. Because uh, what I want to do to work my way up the ladder is happening. Yeah. I've slowly made my way here in Germany and yeah. worked up the ladders to the fourth tier. And now, now that I'm here, anything could happen. You can yeah. go to the Bundesliga. You can go to Austria and play in the first league. It's, this this country to have this on
1: your CV. Yeah, the opportunities You can are really use that as leverage anywhere. For sure,
0: for sure. Um, yeah, so the, I mean it's just I just wanna keep improving. Yeah. And that's from day one, that's what I've said, is that if I continue to get better every day and perform consistently, it will lead me to a good place. Yeah. And I will get to the highest level that I personally can play at. Yeah. Whatever that is, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because if worrying about that is not gonna help me improve as a player right now. No, not at all. And that's just the end goal and I don't know where the end goal is. Yeah, Maybe one day point. I'll play for Chelsea. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if I just think, Oh, I, I need to get to Chelsea. No, because mm-hmm. In order to get to that place, you have to perform in every single game, in every single training session, and get better every day, Yeah. or else you will never get there. It's yeah. impossible.
1: I think hundred like so many times people, when they're doing their goals, they're writing down their goals, they're looking at this title. Right. They're looking at the title of like, oh, I want this job, Yeah. or I want to marry this person, or have this car, whatever right, it may right, be, right. but instead it should be something more that's yeah. Inward like that. It's so intrinsic. It's all about the process. The yeah, process. The process. It's really saying like I'm gonna become the best footballer I can and where that leads me, I'll have no regrets. Exactly. Because I will make it to where I was supposed to make it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I
1: think that's how, you know, when we say we want to tie this into other people's lives is I think that's how people should be writing down their goals. Yeah. Less like I wanna make this much money. Yeah. How about I wanna become this yeah. good of a trader or a, right. a doctor.
0: And you have these incremental goals every day that you can see improvement. Mm. You can write down your, your main goal. You know, I want to be a millionaire. Yeah. But how are you going to get there? Mm-hmm. You can't just be thinking about how, how am I going to be a millionaire. You've got to break down what are you doing today yeah. that's going to help you get to that goal. What are the small steps? And when you wake up in the morning and when you go to bed at night, can you think to yourself, I did this today mm-hmm. to become a better person at whatever you're pursuing?
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so along the way... I think there's been a lot of different motivations for you and, and, and such. Um, can you touch on, you know, maybe a book or a podcast or, obviously there's been so many and we'll get into a bunch, but if you had to say, like, shout out a book that changed your life on this journey and, yeah. you know, podcasts or things that really helped and you can you can pass that on to others that may be in this situation.
0: absolutely. Well, there's been many books and some, 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 maybe people that I've heard of or listened to, um, but one that's sticking in my head right now is a guy named Inky Johnson. Um, yeah. People, I recommend you look him up on YouTube, look at his story. Um, but one thing that he always talks about is live your life with honor and legacy. Mm. And the idea behind that is to live your life by honoring the ones that paved the way, right? So the guy, people that brought you up to this point. Okay. And then... You have to leave a legacy for the people behind you. Okay. So, you're going down the path and honoring the people that made the path, mm-hmm. but now you're making the path for people behind you. Okay. And the idea of it is just to show them, like, like I said before, to be an example for these people, yeah. for anyone out there. And it's not necessarily just uh, to pursue a professional football career, but actually anything that you, any dream yeah, you have, yeah. you could do it. And you see my story, mm-hmm. and this is nothing special, so to speak. But it's something that maybe is, is very uncommon. Yeah. And, uh, and that's another person we can quickly dive into is David Goggins. Oh. What fuck. an animal. But a good quote from him is be uncommon amongst uncommon people. I love that. So, you know, love that. now that we're in this professional game, yeah. we are uncommon people, we're yeah. professional soccer players. Yeah. But now, in order to be the best, you have to be uncommon. Amongst, amongst all yeah, these yeah, uncommon yeah. you're yeah. amongst all these players now you have to be better than everyone mm-hmm. so and, and it's until like you get game. to the yeah, top yeah. you have to be the best Yeah. Messi is the most uncommon player in the world right now mm-hmm. and he's the best Yeah. and there's millions and millions and millions of players and you have to make that journey yeah. Yeah. but yeah let's tell it let's uh, get
1: a glimpse into your story why are you motivated why are you doing this damn yeah so I mean we go far back too like as a kid, you really couldn't get a ball out of my hands, man. I was I was a gym rat to the fullest. It didn't matter the sport really, um, but I think I always gravitated towards soccer, um, just like you in my in my yearbooks. Uh, my mom sends me the picture sometimes. It's like favorite subject, mm-hmm. math. You know, favorite part about school, seeing my friends. What do you want to be when you grow up? A soccer player. Right. And there's there's me with um, a soccer ball and. In second grade I wore a yeah. I wore a Brazil jersey to um, to uh, yearbook pictures dude <laughs> I wanted I wanted that old Ronaldo cut you know what <laughs> I'm saying like the worst Amazing. cut ever I was just I was obsessed and I think it kind of just stuck with me forever mm-hmm. um, now fast forward to to high school um, I was feeling a little burnt out okay from the sport I don't know what it was I don't know if you know, I had a great group of friends and I I loved spending every second with them. Right. Just inseparable. And I think that had something to do with it. And I just, I didn't know if I was getting the love for the sport that I did. I think part of it maybe was that I wasn't getting the recognition that I thought I deserved mm. because I was always confident in my ability. Right. And there were certain people along the way who, very respectful opinions, you know, reiterated that, but... You know, I wasn't like you getting overlooked. The, I, was, I thought I was being overlooked because I wasn't getting like those D1 looks. Mm-hmm. and we. It didn't matter in, in the hindsight, right, obviously. Right, like, right. Like, but looking back
0: matter. at the moment, that is everything.
1: But that was everything. Yeah. To, that was everything to Not me. Really. And I think that really kind of left a lasting imprint on me. But we, um, we were in like our section final mm-hmm. and we lost this heartbreaker to one of our rivals. And after that, I was just like, I have to. And... I have to keep playing, and mm-hmm. I think that was like a common theme for me is is excelling after failure. So sure. something has brought me down, right? And um, I've I've been good. Luckily that I can fight it. I can choose what's next to try and either put that to the side or overcome it. I think is right, a better right, way right, of putting right. it. So yeah, like I said, and um, when we got to college, they like. Burned didn't, our coach didn't know if uh, I would adapt to the physicality of the game. I was a small, right. always been a small yeah, kid. Yeah. And, you know, I came in and I started a ton of games our freshman year. I thought I had a good season, mm-hmm. could have done better, but I improved throughout the years. Right. Um, and I was starting to get those, some accolades that I thought I deserved, you know, right, I thought, right. right. I, was, I always thought like, yeah, I got the, I got the All-American mm-hmm. and... Um, I got um, conference player of the year one right. year. I think yeah. either junior or senior. So I you're can't starting either. to be
0: nationally recognized. Yeah, At and it's someone out there that doesn't really know who you are. Yeah, is recognizing your talents.
1: And I'm always my harshest critic. I think both right, of us right, are always right, our absolutely. harshest critics. And I always felt like I need to be scoring more. I need to be performing more. I need to make sure he never takes me off the field. Right, right, you know? right. Shit like that. Right. But when I was starting to get those those awards and stuff, I thought like. You know they're they're seeing it like what I've believed in myself like, right. um, and then still you know I didn't know if I wanted to play mm-hmm. like afterwards I remember we had talked about it I talked about it with a couple other Oneonta players like you know we gotta we gotta do these these trials and these combines after yeah, like yeah, we gotta yeah, go to yeah. the league we always just Absolutely. said go to the league yeah and um, I still just wasn't sure because yeah. you know I was doing well in school too and I thought. I could see myself in in this area, like right. I could. See and did myself. you have
0: any you know real world world opportunities a
1: job a safe job you
0: know making good money?
1: Yeah, I did. Right? I you had, had a very very good safe job. Right, and go into that. So yeah, so I think it was our summer going into senior year. I did right. a, I did an internship with uh, an investment banking company called mm-hmm. J P Morgan, mm-hmm. um, huge company, right, right. down in um, in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah, so. I worked there for a summer and, you know, I liked it and I liked the challenge of it and I liked learning. Mm-hmm. I think I liked learning the most, but, um, I, I wasn't sure if that was for me either, you know, mm-hmm. but they offered me the full-time job. Right. Kind of towards the end of college. Mm-hmm. And I spent a while going back and forth on right. that. There was amazing salary, mm-hmm. amazing benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working in midtown Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working in an area where I requested that I would want it to work and they right. accepted me. Right. So it was like way too tempting. man. Right. It was so tempting. So what ultimately made you say no to this? I think it was a combination of a couple things. So like you touched on with the final four, mm-hmm. going into that, you know... Um, we all thought we would win that one. We yeah. just thought it was destined yeah. after that that game before right. against Haverford. Right. We were playing so well. We were playing so well and um yeah, I missed that penalty. I mm-hmm. missed in our in our shootout, I missed right. that penalty. And that shit was really, really hard to get over. Mm-hmm. And I think after that there was a part there was a spark in me. Like I said on the failure. Right. That failure Created a little spark in me. Now, it wasn't like full yet, mm-hmm. but it was there. I knew there was like right. a little, there was something there because I did a combine after that in January, mm-hmm. just a month after that. Um, that went to shit. But, <laughs> but coming in towards the end of senior year, mm-hmm. I remember having to make a decision. Right. So JP Morgan was like doing all the onboarding stuff, mm-hmm. like stuff to get you ready for the job because right, 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 I would start right, that right. summer, right? Right. And I just remember sitting in an empty apartment room in Oneonta when probably half of the people are gone. Mm-hmm. I think I still had one final left or whatever it was. And just being like crazy emotional about it. right? Like feeling all this anxiety and all this like shit, what's about to happen next? Right. Which I'm sure a bunch of people feel. Of course. Ending college. Right. It's one of the most uncertain times of right. your life. But it really felt like there was two doors. Yeah, you know in this and door two very different doors two very very one different door, doors one door
0: you kind of know what's gonna happen
1: I know exactly what's gonna happen dude I'm gonna wear a suit I'll enjoy it I won't love it but I'll be waking up every day working 9 to 5 doing something working a 9 to 5 you know what money's going in your bank you know what money is and to me and I don't wanna you know mm-hmm. shit on anyone who chooses that door mm-hmm. if they ever have the same decision as me but it just felt like no, nah, like. The like, what if. Like the what if, and like I just can't do that. Yeah. And I don't know if it's as easy to get back into into that trade. Um, after this is all done, mm-hmm. who knows? But it just felt like if I choose that door with the suit and and the yeah, apartment in the right. city, and you know. You're always gonna wonder about. I'm gonna wonder what door. if, and I thought that would make me even more unhappy in that job. right? You know what I mean? Right, like right, that would right. cause so much unnecessary stress yeah. right. and just regret during this job. Right. Right. And I would find reasons to hate it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I just thought, no. Yeah. So I remember asking them for an extension because I was like, I'll go try and do this. Mm-hmm. And I remember the lady was very nice about it. She's like, yeah, we'll get back to you. Two days later, she gets back to me and says, no, we need a decision. <laughs> So I'm back in that room, all <laughs> emotional again, looking up like probably some, you know, sad music playing or whatever, uh-huh. but I just, I made the decision and I said, fuck it. And you know, it didn't, it's still like for that first summer, I still went back and forth. Like, can I get right, back into it? Right, right. But then, you know, that spark was just totally lit at that point. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, like I'm going to do this and yeah. I'm taking off and. You're gonna make it happen. I'm gonna make it happen, and I feel like it really even came into when I touched down after that twenty-four hour flight to Australia. Yeah. I said, "Holy fuck, I'm in it now. Like yeah. this is the game. I'm, yeah. I'm here. You're here. I'm here, and I gotta, I gotta do this. I yeah. gotta make this happen. Yeah. So after that, I was, I, I was in. The bug. I caught the bug. I'm still in. I'm still here. And, I'm still going. And for the it.
0: same question you asked me, why? at you're not know, 26 years old why are you so continuing weird. to do this
1: um i mean we have very similar outlooks i'd say uh, i think for me always that regret mm. kind of creeps in and for me it's like that regret that i didn't give everything i had right. because i Absolutely. am i've made the des- this decision and i've said i'm i am completely you know giving my twenties away to this and right. maybe even my thirties who, right. who knows right. to this dream and to this. And if I don't give it my all and if I don't pursue it mm-hmm. to where I think like I can be the best, like you said, be the best footballer, but even just like give every last, give it
0: everything until your legs just until, until, not until I can't anymore. move or exactly. I've told
1: people until I fall out of love with the game. Right. I think for me, that's the bigger one. Yeah is because I'll always play. Yeah. I'll play right. semi-pro in the right. US. But I'll this play
0: professional side has a very dirty side to it that we will cover on other podcast yeah. episodes, but mm. yes, exactly. You could certainly just you're sick of all the the shenanigans, so to speak that's involved.
1: Yeah, just us. sick of sick of of working the political landscape of everything and right. you know part of it is like I feel like if my talents aren't recognized Once but again part of that I have to kind of accept that you know I've done what I can and that's why I continue to do this because I feel like I haven't quite given everything yet absolutely and I need to really prove to myself Mm -hmm. over anyone else that I've done everything I can right and then I will turn my my ambition to the next thing exactly or if that's in footy if that's coaching if that's you know something just whatever endeavor people, it is it's, it's yeah
0: it goes without saying that these these things we're learning now are going to relate and whatever
1: yeah it's real world job yeah. we
0: we take is going to be on the scale of how how crazy and fast things move in this world it's going to be so much calmer and simpler and easier so to speak than 100%. what's happening now where you can have one bad game, mm-hmm. ninety minutes. You play poorly, yep, and your career yep, is over. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's it. Hundred percent. Or one bad injury away, and you never play again.
1: Hundred percent. And I, I mean, through all of these, men, all of these these years of doing this, I think the one of the biggest traits that's really come into this is just the gratefulness. Mm-hmm. Like we we do it all the time. Right now, here is where we'll be sitting in our room, or we'll be walking in the city, and we'll go holy shit, dude. We're playing football in Germany right now. We have our own apartment in Germany. We have our own apartment in Germany. Who would have playing... thought
0: four years ago, be like, hey, Dylan, we're going to live in Germany in four years and play there professionally.
1: Yeah, if you told me that, like, senior year. In Oneonta. When I'm, like, having right my, before going having Jimmy my T's. suit on, like, going <laughs> <laughs> to the Jimmy T's. Yeah, right before I'm about to take the fireball shot. Yeah. You say, I probably would have said, yeah, man, you're right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%.
0: Uh Absolutely. And uh, tell me, tell me a motivational figure, uh, a book, something that um, you continue to listen to or you continue mm-hmm. to read. What, what's something that sticks out in your mind? I know there's many. So it's, it's I think down.
1: first off, I think I've just always been blessed with supportive parents and friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that's always made it really easy yeah, same here. to kind of just be like, give me that extra push. Exactly. You know, I think if they were saying like, no, you shouldn't do this. Like my parents never said you should take that yeah, job. 100% same here. My mom, the only thing she said was, are you sure? Yeah. Like, if you're sure, if you need to do this, right? we support you. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people's parents, a lot of people's, you know, friends, family aren't like yeah. that. Yeah. And I think that, one, made it really easy. Two, and this may sound funny, but, uh, J. Cole. I, I'm serious. There's one song... <laughs> Called Love Yours. Uh-huh. you familiar with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You show me it. Love Yours. And that essence, I think that came out like our senior year. Mm-hmm. That essence of life kind of set me on this path of reading different things and listening to different things on it. Mm-hmm. And it's really just the idea of you have to do what you're passionate about mm-hmm. because you'll always be chasing the materials. Right. You'll always, you get a car, you want you want the next car, Two you want cars. a nicer car, you want you a want house, house you a want a bigger house? house, yeah. Exactly. So there's always that. You want this job, you want a promotion, there's right. always that. You're always going to have that. But if you do it with your dream, you will right. always have that gratitude and you'll right. always have that love and appreciation. And you're enjoying
0: the process of getting there. And it's just happiness. Right. Like
1: the most simple term is just like, there's just such a happiness when I do this, right. that I know if I had left this, you know, to do something else. I don't think I would have got that same feeling for sure. And yeah, you know, we miss the people from home and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I but we really chose this. This is the dream. I really can't see it any other way. Exactly. exactly, I can't see it any other way. And yeah, that really, I mean, that really got me on the path of just believing that, as cheesy as it sounds, like to just to follow your dream mm-hmm. and that your dream really is like, like that passion is just so much more important. Than any other thing yeah like when you place your values on what do you place your values yeah. on for us i think money would be fucking it's, it doesn't matter it's a i mean it, it obviously money it matters money it matters helps us do the things we want to do like travel correct go home see you know family
0: if i can eat we have a roof over our head pay the rent we're good
1: if i we're can good. travel too
0: and traveling is nice plus there. i like
1: a little bit of i like a little bit of yes
0: this, it's, it's nice to have the money, but we didn't jump into this to earn the money.
1: No, 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 not at all.
0: And we're certainly not earning, you know, we're not doing this for the money that we earn. No,
1: not at all. And I think, I think once you kind of, like, money will always be a value. Yeah, and I'm not exactly. downplaying that because there are people in crazy different situations right. than us. Um, but I know
0: that both of us, no matter what, we will find a way to make money.
1: We will find a way to make money. And the money,
0: money. money at this point is not important to me. No. Because I know that Whenever I decide that I want to have whatever I want to have a house I want to have think nicer things I can earn the money it will but come it will come it Easy. will come no question yeah
1: I mean the 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 law of attraction is it's a bit overblown but it's 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 true if you apply and if you trust the process that right, you're on right and I think us doing this when we're in our thirties whenever it is when I'm playing the six and just spraying balls left and right and not even moving side to side yes, just sir. Playing, however, I can still play. You know, I'll look back and and just be so happy I did this for sure. And I think we're. I think we're I, mean, both just,
0: on I just think about it. We've we've really been out of the country playing for only three years.
1: Yeah, when just you think forgot. about it, college seems like a lifetime ago, and then it seems like yesterday.
0: There's it seems like yesterday, but there's so much that has happened. And I mean, I could write books of the stories and the crazy things that we've experienced. Yeah, I know. And it's only been three years. It's only been three years. Three years that we've really been out of the country playing, which is just yeah. crazy to think about.
1: I don't know. If, I don't know if you'll have any weirder stories than the time you're in Mongolia. Yeah. Like I don't know if you could go from Germany <laughs> to like a weirder place than Mongolia. Unless yeah. you, yeah, I, I can't even. I don't know.
0: I mean, I started off
1: as strange as it could be. I think. I think you start off as strange as it could be, and yeah, now you've gotten pretty. It's pretty it's not normal but it's it's I mean Germany it's like it's like America. It's very similar. I mean it's Western culture. People light their eye like people's eyes light up when you say I play soccer in Germany. Yeah. But when you say I play soccer in Mongolia, yeah. oh my yes. god. This shit pops out. The first question Where is Mongolia? Yeah. Always. <laughs> Everyone knows where Germany. Is, I but. still I still have to point it out. Yeah. But I think I think the road that we're going on is a good road and I think for sure. I think if people apply this in their, you know, whether it's football, you know, if you're an aspiring football, yeah. footballer, you can't say, you can't say like, this is the money. Mm-hmm. You can't say this is what's important and you can't say, you know, I'm doing this for the grand. Right. Because you will fail. Yeah. You will fail hundred percent. You will more.
0: burn out so quickly if you truly don't enjoy the process because mm-hmm. there are so many obstacles that you have to climb. hmm and if you have this superficial idea of why you want to do this, mm-hmm. because you want to tell other people I'm a professional soccer player, yeah. the first big obstacle you hit, you're going to quit.
1: Yeah, you're going to quit. Guarantee 100%. it. 100%. And actually, Joe Funicello, who we both know, mm-hmm. um, I know very well um, from Soccer Visa, one of the combines we did, and a guy who's helped me a lot, one of my mentors, um, he's always stressed that point. And I think that helped me when I was on that, that come up is because... Right. It was really like you have to love this game, right? Like you can't just be doing this because that title. Yeah, you can't just be doing this because oh, it's like not work, you know? Because yeah. it is work. It is we work. We put so much work. And into at this, this
0: level, that title of what you think you want everyone to believe mm-hmm. is a Premier League player.
1: Yeah what what which we're no experiencing offense to us is level, we will never re- never reach yeah. that
0: level and what we're experiencing at this level you would never put up with everything that happens at this level yeah. if you didn't love the process of doing
1: it 100% this. because you would think oh i'm supposed to be treated this way yes. physio is supposed to give me this massage only before, me this after. much money yeah
0: i'm washing my own laundry things like this little look, things
1: look shit comes up yeah i've taken ice baths in garbage cans yeah i've gotten paid late i haven't gotten paid the list yeah, the really list goes, goes on. on. I think that sh- I think that should be one of the next podcast episodes. Alright, let's do like, it. Is like not failures, but like like the crazy shit that you've had to put up with. Yeah. On this professional journey. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like right. we'll come up with we'll come up with a title that yeah. can fits what I'm saying, but sure. I think that's a I think that's the second episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like it. Dirty Footy.
1: Dirty Footy, yeah. So, dirty side of it. Dirty side of footy. I like that. So, yeah, yeah. guys, that's that's the second episode of Footwork. Thanks Hope for tuning in. Hope you guys
0: uh, enjoyed it and took from took something from it, most importantly. Yeah. And uh, Mom, dad. Mom, dad, once again. Like, review, subscribe below. Hopefully we have five <laughs> people now, so both I of our parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a brother. Maybe one of them listened. I don't know. I don't know. That'll be tough to ask. We'll see. So, until next time. Keep moving forward. Keep learning. Make your own path. Cheers. Better to have
1: a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way.